This is the podcast where we take our guests through the quirks of their retail habits, from their best ever bargains to their biggest rip-offs. Welcome to False Economy. Powered by Hot UK Deals, the UK's number one app for deals, discounts and freebies. I'm Big Slayton, consumer champion, shopaholic and comedian. And alongside me once again is my guest co-host, who is also a comedian and a cult hero, writer, musician, singer. You've, you've got it all, haven't you, really? I've got most of it. You've got most of it? Yeah, is there anything in, missing from your set of skills? Andrew O'Neill. I'm, I, <laughs> I'm not a licensed pilot anymore. <laughs> uh, and I've, ne- I've no experience in uh, any of the mining industries. <laughs> But that's it. Everything else. Everything else, yeah. Pretty much everything else. Dabbled in it. Dabbled in a fair bit. Oh, I've dabbled. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. (laughs) I've led many lives. Not for this show, perhaps. (laughs) Mainly just comedy, though, isn't it? My friend, I was on tour with my friend Amanda and I was discussing the various things and she went, you were just an an entertainer. Yes. You can do the name drop. I wasn't going to do it. Uh, (laughs) I was like, I I know. (laughs) I was was hanging out with Stephen. Was that Spielberg? Oh, it was Spielberg. Uh, No, but uh, yeah, I'm an entertainer, isn't it? Oh, an actor. An actor. Good Omens is coming. Good Omens Omens 2. Good Omens 2 comes out at the end of July. That's so so exciting. Not a huge part, but it's speaking and everything. You're in it. my face. Um, And acting opposite John Hamm. I think I can say that. Actually. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, you heard it well, here first, case, potentially. Just in, case, just in case, in case they're listening. Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's quite a time. That's really exciting. Filmed it last January. Oh, what are you what are you what are you doing in Scotland? Nothing. Yeah, yeah. I can't <laughs> tell you. Yeah, but it's good. I can show. I can show I'll be, I'm looking forward to be able to show everyone all the pictures I took. Anyway, our guest today is has also got a long list of things she is brilliant at: writer, activist, host of this superb Mazala podcast. Please welcome Sankey to Hi. Hey, hey, hey! Lovely to be here. It's so lovely to see you. We met on a podcast, didn't we? Rosie Wilby's podcast. We did. Beer in our hearts about... and souls. About yes, yeah. I talked about friend breakups as well because it's like yeah, they which hit harder. doesn't get talked about enough. I think no, I think I got surprisingly tearful. I think and emotional talking that which yeah. won't happen here. This is a lighthearted <laughs> kind of podcast. This is a lighthearted <laughs> podcast about spending, saving, and ripoffs. So, uh, <laughs> but you've had a brilliant year this year, actually. You've, you've been on your travels. I've been jealously watching via Instagram. I went away to India because, despite having lived in the UK for eighteen years, I still hate the winter here. Flash. Mm. <laughs> So every winter, if I can get away, I get away somewhere sunny. This year it was India. So I was away for two and a half months. I mean, what's not to love? Beaches, 30 degrees, lovely food, you know, warm weather, nice people. Why did you come back? I don't know. I ask myself this every morning. <laughs> it's incredibly grey spring. You yeah, just put yourself exactly. through. Yeah. It's exactly. sunny today. It's sunny it is, today. It's gorgeous yeah, today. Yeah, it is the lovely. weather app tells me. <laughs> Okay, so here's how the show works. We've carefully, and I use the term loosely, scientifically crafted some questions to help us work out the kind of shopper and spender you mm-hmm. are. We're really going to rummage into the shopping basket of your soul. Mm-hmm. Get ready. Deep. And we're going to start, as we always start, with the first question. Question number one. Question number one. Do you know what? For fun, should we start with question number two? Go on, then. <gasps> oh, my God. we've got Andrew as a guest host. <laughs> right. Go for it. Question number two. Question number two. What's something you've bought because it's Seem like a bargain and you now wish you'd spent more on. Funny story. <laughs> Hopefully. Perfect. Perfect location. <laughs> ideal. ideal. 
So I'd moved to the UK. I think I was about like a year in or something. I uh, moved from India and I How was working at How old were you when this... you moved over? So I've been in the UK about 18 years, right? So you're trying to calculate my... her age. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. You're like, what? what? <laughs> you can ask me later how old I am. Okay, okay. Um, anyway, I was like a year in and craving uh, Indian food. I was working at this advertising agency and it was like 8.30 at night, long day. And I'm like, oh, I really want some spicy food, right? So it's walking past uh, Sainsbury's and I'm like, okay, that looks pretty decent. Popped in. Uh, there was an Indian section. I'm like, oh, wow, oh, there's Indian food here. I this is amazing. I don't feel like I love this country. Well. <laughs> I want the passport. I want to live here. Right? Went there and I saw a, pro- a Goan prawn curry. Now, I love Goa. I've spent like many months, weeks doing things I shouldn't be talking about in Goa. Oh? Goa is like party place, drugs, sex, rock and roll. That's Goa. So I'm thinking, oh, Goan food. I love Goan food. It's like a Tastes lot like of- debauchery. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Tastes like the bad old days, right? So went and picked up this prawn curry, took it to the till, scanned it, took it home, really excited. Ten minutes in, I was in, opened it up and it was like some two pounds or something. And I'm like, this is good. This country does Indian food, does it cheap. It's just like street food. Yeah, Brilliant. just like street food. You know, <laughs> great. Opened it up, put one spoon in my mouth and I just chucked it out. It took was off horrible. the authentic plastic lid. Yeah, <laughs> it was the most vile thing I've ever eaten. And I literally chucked it in the bin. And I think even the whatever spoon that I'd eaten, my tummy was really bad. Oh, come on. After that. So I wish I'd kind of, so that was like, seemed like a bargain, seemed like a really good idea at the time. (laughs) Seemed like a taste of home and seemed like a taste of the old days. And it really, really wasn't. And now in hindsight, many years later, if I remember it, like how many years, like what's 16 years later, I still remember it. It was that bad. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is, you know, that's like a relatively yeah. like garden variety disappointment. But the fact yeah. it stayed with you this whole yeah. time. When yeah. it's really, that's really emotionally it impacted was, you, it, isn't it? It really affected me, you know. <laughs> when it's so that's, you really about want it in though. therapy. So, but over, over, because food from supermarkets has improved, hasn't it, over the last couple of decades? Are you find, like, are you find, what's your go to now when you want something spicy? What would you do? So, I refuse to eat Indian food outside <laughs> right. of an Indian restaurant in an Indian area. Yeah. Right. Okay. I am very, yeah. very right, particular. Right, 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 right. Because so, we have our own version here. Yes. Which obviously so social do. media was like wild for a couple of weeks yeah. ago. Yes. What we call like Chinese food and Indian food. <laughs> yeah. The colours and consistencies of them. Yeah. No, uh, no. The, the kind of cream. No one, no one puts cream in a curry mm-hmm. in India. Yeah. Um, the kind of, uh, the tikka masala, as you know, was invented yeah. here. Yeah. So there's a lot of versions of Indian food that I will not touch, including like, even if it's like Waitrose or whatever, I'm like, no, sorry, not doing <laughs> that. So the only place I eat Indian food is I go to like Tuting mm-hmm. or East Ham mm-hmm. or like proper Indian areas. And I've got my go-to restaurants that yeah. I go to for specific things. And also the thing that annoys me is like, there's no such thing as curry. It's like, this massive range of like <laughs> yeah. dishes from like, regions. I will have like, what curry, is please. Curry? Yeah, like, what absolutely. The diversity yeah. of dishes. Yeah. Extraordinary. Yeah. I will have dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I will have food. One times tonight. dinner for me, please. <laughs> for me, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, East Ham does amazing, like, South Indian food. So, mm. if you've ever had like a dosa, mm. oh, yeah. it's like yeah. a crepe with stuffed with like potato. Oh, my mouth's watering when I'm talking. <laughs> Salivating. With chutneys and then you've got like things like something like, which is called an appam, which is like a, a spongy middle. 
It's made with like rice, soft, fluffy rice. And it's like crispy on the outside. That's amazing. There's like amazing Indian food in London. So what dish would you recommend if somebody really wants to feel like they're getting a genuine experience? Is there a specific dish, entry level? Yeah. People like me. Yeah. I mean, you eat like... Do you know what? My tolerance to spice has got worse since I had COVID. I would recommend, um, I think what I was talking, the masala dosa, Mm. which is like crispy, crunchy outside, like rolled. And then the spicy potato filling, which you can avoid if it's, but it's not that spicy, really. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm persevering because I want to get it back. Oh, and so it was the same with. Mm. <laughs> this is the kind of classic girl I am. It was the same with Strongbow. Strongbow tasted different post COVID, <laughs> but you know what? I persevered. You take the girl out of Cardiff. I persevered. Yeah. I'm gonna get now this it tastes happen. good again. Yes. Uh, that's a real medical miracle, isn't it? <laughs> and they're taking it off draft and they're replacing it with inches, which tastes like a disgusting toffee apple. Oh. So demands, mm. demand Strongbow at your local pub. We can't let this happen. I once, one of the worst meals I've had, I'm, I've been vegan since the 90s, yeah. right? And, and, and as there's more and more choice, I'm becoming more adventurous mm. as opposed to just having, I was usually quite conservative when I eat out because I want to know I'm getting something yeah. I like. But I was in Manchester and I was I was gigging on the, on the Curry Mile and I asked my cab driver what, like, are you like proper local? Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. I said, recommend me the best restaurant on this. I said, right, mm. go to this place. And I did. And then I asked the guy, I said, so I'm vegan, but what would you recommend? And I'll have that. And it was horrible. Oh, no. <laughs> and I kind of I went, I am going, I'm going all the way back to my absolute normal go-to. Um, yeah. oh, I'm sad oh, for you. I know, right? I was I'm sad really for me because I thought the universe would gift yes, me with something amazing. Been so adventurous. I've, you I've never had this before. What an incredible, yeah. And it was, I, and the thing is, but because it's not what, something I normally have, I don't know if it's a good version of that or not. You know, that kind of... Yeah, was it bad restaurant, bad zone? dish? Yeah, what was that? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, yeah. cab driver did laugh his head off as he drove off. I Oh, no, no. Like, if I was traveling in India, I would never do that. No, right. Because you know what? The cab drivers have got Just deals with the restaurants. Yeah, yeah. When I went to New York, they recommended uh, Hard Rock Cafe. So no. I was like, where can I get a really good Lord. meal in New York? And they're like, oh, here's a little flyer for it. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, come on. I was like, I know you might recommend this to other people, but me? Come you think on. I'm that person? I was so hurt. Oh, you were. <laughs> So we're going to go for the the second question that's normally the first question, which is... What's the best bargain you've ever bought? You know what? I'd have to say it wasn't a bargain bargain, but it was literally the best thing I've ever bought. That's fine. You define the terms of bargain. to Bangalore. So this again comes with the story. So I grew up in India in a very traditional Indian family. I was the first girl in my family to kind of go to university, have a job, like, so, you know, like, very, very traditional. Mm-hmm. They were trying to get me married off when I was 19. Yeah, right. Um, all these CVs would appear on the table. I don't know why CVs. I lost my dad. Like, actual <laughs> CVs. That's a job. Like, yeah, this is how they do. This is amazing. how they do arrange marriages in India. The CVs of these boys. But do you get boys. to review them or do, yeah, yeah, do yeah, dad you do. review them? Oh, well, dad reviews yeah. them first. Then you, like, I'm like, what? You you're good at Microsoft Word. Like, how is that going to help me? You know? <laughs> Proficient in, in Microsoft Word. Paperclip Office. comes up. It looks like you're trying to find a husband. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> so anyway, so that's kind of how I grew up. And um, I refused, obviously, to have this arranged marriage. Incredible. So the CVs kept piling up on the kitchen table. And I kept you're saying, no, 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 Kept saying no. And... Um, kept trying to leave home. And when I say trying to leave home, traditionally, 
there are two ways a girl can leave home. One is in her husband's, like, uh, there's a, is it a palanquin in English? Like, you know, the, where the bride is carried out? Oh, yeah. Or, as my mother used to dramatically say, her funeral pyre. I, do you know what? I, I, I thought it was going that way. I think so it's one of the two ways is how a girl leaves the house. Secret right? third option. Uh, <laughs> which is me. A tunnel. <laughs> Under the flats in Mumbai. So um, I kept trying to, my way of leaving was to find a job in another city. So because I could not live in the same city and live in another flat. Like what mm. would my parents say to the neighbors who always had some way is your daughter? What is going on with her? <laughs> you know. So anyway, I kept trying to get this job and I tried for 10 years <laughs> to get a job in another city, huh? in another country. I tried Dubai. I tried Singapore. I tried like everywhere I could find. There are men waiting outside the house. Like, <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, there's a queue. <laughs> she will come out eventually. We'll be ready. <laughs> and um, none of it worked, right? Actually, funny enough, when you're saying about the men waiting, there was one guy who actually did turn up, despite me saying, I don't want to see you. And I got so pissed off that I came out in my pajamas. <laughs> so typically in an arranged marriage scenario, like the girl will wear the sari and she'll wear the jewelry and she'll wear the makeup. So that was a real like, slap in the face like, to him that you've not. You, you know, like I'm like coming out in my pajamas, you deal with me. So anyway, I did that. And then obviously my parents were like, Appalled. If you can't stand me at my pajamas, you don't deserve me at my best. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because <laughs> you said something on uh, Breakup Monologues about how if you wanted a man to leave, you'd leave his shoes outside. Yes. And I love that as a vibe. Like, Absolutely. And this is the culture that I come from. So, <laughs> Nyers, who are from a community from Kerala, yeah. so who my kind of family uh, come from that. So, traditionally, it was like a matriarchal society. Right. So, going back many, many generations. Uh, women kind of ruled the household. Mm. A man would come into the house and she would keep him for as long as it suited her. She might have kids with him, not have kids with him. When she got sick of him, all she had to do was put his shoes outside the door. <laughs> and that was a sign to say, bugger off. Like, wow. you know. <laughs> I love this so much. <laughs> so cool. Shoes are outside the door. <laughs> shoes are outside the door. And the children would inherit the mother's name. Property right. was passed on from the mother to yeah. the daughter and so on. How did it go so wrong? Oh, I know. Pa- patriarchal English colonialism, and right? You know what? Literally that. Yeah. The colonials came in and the British came in and they're like, what is this heathen behaviour? Can we speak to the men? Yeah. yeah. Happened in West, West, West Coast of Africa. Basically. Uh, it was loads of, ma- loads of matriarchal uh, yeah. uh, societies. And then literally they go, yeah, we're going to talk to the, we talk yeah. to the guy that's in charge. There isn't that's a guy in charge. That's what they did. We'll put one in charge. It's me yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, 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 right. So they got all the men together and they got rid of the system. How crap is that? Anyway, coming back to my long-winded story. Sorry about Angela. that. These are the best. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> finally, 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 after 10 years of multiple job applications in different cities and countries and companies, one came through and I bought a ticket to Bangalore. There was an advertising agency in Bangalore that said they'd hire me. And I'm like, right, I'm on the first flight. And that flight ticket is probably, I don't know how much it was now, maybe 30, 40 pounds, not a lot of money. But that's the kind of thing that I had worked for the hardest yeah. in my life. And I moved and my life transformed. And I had the best couple of years. Eventually met my husband who was English mm-hmm. there and we moved and you know everything happened with that one plane ticket. 
So that's got to be like the best thing I've ever bought. That yes. is your golden ticket. My golden ticket, quite yeah, literally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely grafted for it as well. Incredible. Right, that's that's my favourite answer I think I've had on the series so far. Uh, on to the... That was like, better than the rice cooker we had earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Neil, we love you and your rice cooker. <laughs> A new life. Uh, quite an easy way of making rice. Yeah. <laughs> Vegetables yes, as well. good, you know. People have got different horizons, exactly. haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? It costs broadly the same as well. That's the beauty of this show. It's the diversity of the experience. Uh, right, talking about diverse experiences, you're targeted advertising on social media. Who does it think you are? Is it right? Oh my God, this is such a bean in my bonnet. <laughs> so I, since I'm now 50, right? No, we'll move on. But yeah, no. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take that as a compliment. You should. <laughs> so the day I turned 50, Facebook started sending me these ads of like control pans. <laughs> uh, what's the thing where you wean your pants? What is that thing called? Oh, Another, tenor lady. Tenor They're lady like, yeah. ads. I was going to say something different then. Sorry, that's a different, <laughs> it's a, it's a different website. It's a disgrace. There is no female Viagra yet that I'm aware of being advertised. And these really awful, you see me, I like to dress up. I like yeah. clothes. I like wearing stuff. These really like what I think of as old lady clothes. Yeah. I'm really sorry, old ladies. No offense meant, but I don't want to wear those things. You know, the elasticated Modest. waistband, yeah. the big poofy kind of jumper. The sensible shoes. Mm. I think 50, yeah, 50 means something I so mean, different seriously. now. Yeah. But it if, really pisses me off. But if you look back at people who were 50 in the 90s. Yes. yes. Oh, pictures of my nan when they she was 50. I mean, that's, but that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, my parents are in their 70s now. And when I was a kid, that was like probably, you, your you number know, was up. knocking on the door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 70 was a decent innings. Like my yeah, grandparents yeah. both died in 1772 and they looked like old people. Whereas yeah. now my parents are approaching that age and it's terrifying because to me, yeah. they, they're they still yeah. really young. My dad's, yeah. But that's it. That's the cut off. Uh, fancy yeah. cut off. You start getting sort of pension-based stuff yes. and life insurance stuff. And that's the other thing. Pension. Have you thought about your pension? No, I haven't thought about what I'm going to eat tomorrow for lunch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. You should because yeah. the average pension was only meant to last about 10 years and now we've got about 40. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm working till I drop. There's no choice. Yeah, about that me one. too. Yeah. <laughs> Go kicking and screaming. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so it thinks you're an old lady fifty. It really thinks I'm an old lady fifty, and I am not ready to be an old lady fifty at all. So apart from that, any weird stuff? Any? Does it get it right anywhere? No. So I think this is <laughs> maybe you just have coffins, have a, funeral yeah, plans, funeral plans, pensions, <laughs> the funeral plans, sweeping credence, CVs. <laughs> Even the dating, like, you know, like you get the ads for like, I don't get Bumble now. I get over 50 something, something. So I don't want to date those people. They're all so old. This is, They're so old. You've, you've absolutely hit like a watershed yes. now. And it's just got, right, you are now past that yes. watershed. This is who you're going to be. This is what you're going to be. These are the consume. clothes you're going to wear. These are the shoes yeah, you yeah, wear. Yeah. This is the makeup. These are the kind of people you'll date. That's it. It's decided. Facebook has decided what my life is going to be. So something you splashed out on because you saw it advertised, but you didn't actually need. Yeah. Yeah. You seem the type. Bad, yeah. Loads. I don't wanna, I, we I, could be here for days, <laughs> you know, like the, the number of things I'd buy that I shouldn't buy. But the one thing that I bought that I really shouldn't have bought was, you know, when you're on Instagram and you get these ads suddenly mm -hmm. and somehow all social media know, seems to know what's going on in my brain. Like, I feel like there's like some sort of direct software that's being uploaded because... 
It's called your emails and your WhatsApps. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Popped up with this like hangers. It sounds so domestic, right? I'm like, Mm. I need some hangers. I need to be organised in my life. I do need hangers. I do need hangers. (laughs) And I'm really disorganised, like more or less, you know, like most creative people are. And I've got too many things. And I'm like, wow. And you want to see your floor. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. Sometimes it would be quite nice to see my floor (laughs) and not step over my (laughs) jeans. So anyway. I was like, if I get these hangers, my wardrobe will be organized. I'll be like the Marie Kondo, you know, like, mm. yeah. what does she say? Does it spark, spark joy, joy? Right? She's abandoned all those principles now. Has she's she made now? her money and she's admitted she's had kids now. And she's, she's like, fucking do you know what? Hypocrite is what it's she really is. hard. Oh my she's like, God. She's a mess. So she's glad. a fucking yeah. hypocrite. She's, she's, <laughs> she's come out and said, I'm so glad. She makes no. me feel like a terrible human being. Every time I watch it, I feel dirty when I yeah. like, open my wardrobe and I'm like, oh my God. She's made so money over guilt tripping all of us having loads of stuff. Imagine being her though, knowing that she is now judging her. Herself. Watching her whole program. Marie Kondo herself. Yeah. <laughs> how to write that book? I Kondo. How to Marie Kondo? Kondo Marie Kondo. It's like that kind of, you know, but Doctor, I am Marie Kondo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, these yeah. hangers—they look like the solution to all my life's problems. Do they let you hang two things magic. on one hanger? No. Four oh. things. Oh, not just two in a pillar, or how do they? So it's got like a long dangly bit, right? So it's like a hanger. Yep. And there's like multiple hooks coming off that. So I'm like, wow! In one hanger, I could hang five jumpers, and my wardrobe would look so neat. Seemed like a really good idea. Yeah. Bought six of them, I think, and they were like obscenely expensive, as everything on Instagram. Yeah. Because it's advertised to people like me. Then you go in Wilco and it's there yeah, for quid. Yeah, for like, oh, 10 for a pound or something, <laughs> yeah. you know. So anyway, bought these. There is a little problem. Once you hang them, you can't actually see. Because it's at the bottom of the Right. <laughs> so you can't actually see what you've got. So you just put like the top one you yeah. can see. And that's yeah. like your index for what yes. your clothes are. And then So there are five jumpers that you can't see. <laughs> and they're bulky as well. Yes, so they're they all are. like... Yeah, because clothes, don't, clothes yeah. don't stop no, taking up as much no, room as they always exactly. did. Exactly. <laughs> In my head it did. I'm like, okay, this is the solution to my it's life's problems. Away. And it's all like, all these jumpers that are now hidden from sight and that are these hangers that are completely useless because I've got to take the damn thing out <laughs> and then take the jumpers out individually. Oh. So Maybe you need to write an index. <laughs> <laughs> so you have, if you number the hangers, if you've got six, you number the hangers one to six you and then A, B, don't know me A, B, C, D, E, F, right? And then you open up and, you know, need Marie Kondo around. Yeah. <laughs> I think I need Marie Kondo around. She needs to Marie Kondo my life. <laughs> Bring her out of retirement. Just bring her out. Just one last job before you retire. Before you go. Go killed by this wardrobe. Stabbed by the hangers. Week before retirement. (laughs) (laughs) Motion carries, you did not need that. Uh, Right, what's the worst you've ever been ripped off? And you can't say those hangers. I want a new answer. (laughs) So, am I allowed to talk about sex on your podcast? Yeah. Okay. Encouraged. Excellent. So there was no monetary exchange in this case. There may have been. I'm very interested in where this is going. My biggest ripoff story, I was thinking about this on the way over. It was a dating story. So I had this, you know, crazy dating for about three years. I got, I was married, I got divorced. And then I was like, right, I'm going to play the field. And I really played the field. I read about it in the papers. (laughs) (laughs) I had a feeling it kind of made the papers. So anyway, I met this this guy. uh, Let's call him Bob, right? 
because that was his name. <laughs> Hoskins, <laughs> Carol G's. Geldof. Famous Bobs. Bob with, no, with no last name. Bob, okay. no surname Bob. Bob. Right. So Bob and I are sitting across the table. We have a couple of drinks and I'm thinking, oh, Bob's quite cute. I'm thinking, hmm, I could take Bob home tonight. So I said, okay, Bob, would you like to, you know, come over? Bob was very happy to come over, of course. So Bob and I enter, enter my flat. There's a little bit of kissing that happens outside. I'm a little bit drunk and I'm like, yeah, this is going to be good. So we enter my bedroom because I'm like, you know, we're here. Let's That's just do this. Swear the night's going. Yeah, yeah. What's happening? Let's not waste time on small talk. So we kind of get into it, clothes come off, and then he turns around and he says, I will always remember these words, can you do the Kama Sutra? <laughs> we will pause here for a second. I want to let that sink in. <laughs> <laughs> We've got people with hands on their heads. I yes, feel like, yeah, I feel like you could have a photo reaction <laughs> shot of all this like... Good Lord. So I, whatever lust I was feeling kind of drained <laughs> off my body. <laughs> just, quickly. Just snap shut. Yeah, just like whatever yeah, was everything, open. Everything up until sealed, that point just went like, sealed, poof, so. okay. <laughs> Good night. We're going to sleep, I think. So I put on my clothes back on. <laughs> and I said, what did you say? <laughs> he said, I, you know, you're Indian. So, you know, I thought you might, you know. I said, you know what? The Kama Sutra. And I sat there and I gave him a lecture. I said, Did you know? He's still naked at this point. <laughs> no, no, no. You're fully covered. clothed. He's covered. naked. He's naked. I'm covered. Yeah. Because that's advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Talk down to him. So, <laughs> so I said, um, the Kama Sutra is a whole book. Which of the seven volumes yeah. are you referring to? I was going to say, there's a word, is there? Yeah. There's, yeah, like, yeah, there's yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. You, that's a lot to that's get. A there's a lot to get. <laughs> <laughs> that's a long month. That's a long yeah. We could also, be here a very you, long time. Why would you do that up front? Exactly. Like, come exactly. on, Bob. Come on, Bob. Get your shit together. Yeah. It's like, can you do the cucaracha? It's not the <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Macarena, do you? And Bob's here tonight. (laughs) Today we have with us. So, anyway, long story short. Bob no, I want the, the whole building. story. So anyway, I gave him a big lecture about the Kama Sutra. Is it's like a you know a a lifestyle and it's a whole kind of ethos and it's not a thing and you kind of you should basically read up a little bit more. He's like, I oh, I thought it was a sixty nine, but sexy, <laughs> but Country, a sexier version of it. Yeah. Yeah. Some curry thrown in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I let Bob out. I was alone for the night. I you was let very him happy. out. I let him out very politely. Dawn outside. Goodbye, Bob. His shoes are outside already. <laughs> <laughs> so where's my shoes? I think you know where they are, Bob. <laughs> You've done you your research. Them, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah. Like, so that was my ripoff story. Just uh, your, your I mean, time. Like, that is the, the most valuable commodity. And you seriously. wasted time with Bob. Time and, you know, yeah. I'm 
brought you into my house. Like, yeah. you know, come mm-hmm. on, you know. What a waste. What a waste. Bob's telling this story, but it ends in a very different way. <laughs> yeah, Bob's in a different <laughs> version. Sad <laughs> little cry wank. Um, <laughs> we had, a, we had a, a review that said that the podcast was pleasant, but a bit vanilla. So I think we're... Uh, <laughs> I think yeah, you're going in a different yeah, direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I once took a man home to show him my new kitchen, but I actually meant it. I was drunk. So I took him back to the house. <laughs> Because it was a really cool kitchen. It looked like one from telly. And I was telling him all about it. And he was seemed very interested. He was very so excited was like, to see this kitchen. Like, Can I see this kitchen with me? And uh, I got a phone call and I went upstairs and forgot that he was downstairs, put my pyjamas on <laughs> and went to bed. On the, on the table. Like, that's how drunk I was. I wow. put my pyjamas on and went to bed. So my housemate came up and she was like, Fix, fix, fix. There's a guy downstairs for you. And I was like, what are you talking about? Send him away. Um, so I had to go downstairs and, and say, fortunately, he hadn't cleaned us out completely. Because all our stuff <laughs> yeah, was there. Yeah, yeah. He was a stranger. Yeah. Uh, he hadn't even made himself a cup of tea. He was still sat there in his coat. And I was like, look, <laughs> look, it's quite late. You can come and get in the bed, pants on, yeah. or you can go. Those are your options. options. And he stayed and we watched This Morning together the next day. <laughs> we had some so toast and I never saw him again. He was like, I'll call you. I was like, okay. We didn't Bye. even know each other's names. It was a surprisingly beautiful human experience. But yeah. Wow. So very like different. Story. He didn't get any Kama Sutra yeah, from me. I'm he was really glad. actually quite a wholesome did, story. Did I hope it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't sexy pajamas either. <laughs> Imagine a load of a load of people disappointed that you actually meant your etchings. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see my etching. yeah, it's like legit. Yeah. Look at it; it's brilliant. It's time for the quick fire round. It's the quick fire round. The quick fire round. How the quick fire round works is I've got three products here. You are going to tell me what you think they cost. Lot number one is the robot vacuum cleaner. Mm-hmm. This is the future. Put your feet up with the Samsung JetBot robot vacuum cleaner. That's a mouthful. Cleans your house right under your nose. How much are you paying for it, though? JetBot, that what it called? JetBot robot vacuum cleaner. JetBot robot vacuum cleaner. Boomba, boomba. Okay, so I reckon £280. Okay. Hmm... £102. £249. That's a deal, that is, because it's on a hot UK deal. Okay. So £249 for the Jetbot Robot vacuum cleaner. Doodah, doodah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that is point to you, Andrew. Yeah, okay. well done, Andrew. Excellent, Thanks. one nil. Yeah. yeah. Right, next up, the Cry on Q tear stick. <laughs> the Cry on Q tear stick. This is for actors, right? Or... Narcissists or <laughs> Karen's people who want their own way. Okay. With this handy little item, you can cry anytime you like. I could do that anyway. Ooh. Rub this wax applicator under each of your eyes, and as it melts, it releases cool menthol vapors, oh, causing right. real natural tears. Okay, so that's not what they use on set. Okay, no, that's um, going to sting. It's just like putting like Vicks vapor rub on. Yeah, you. yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, why would I pay for that? Why can't I just like? Smuggle a bit of vapor rub and just like rub my eye with it. Well, you can, but mugs might pay more. <laughs> I'm going to go for eight pounds. Eight pounds. Hmm. I'm going to go for six pounds. 
£22.41. <gasps> no. Point what? to you again, but again, no one wins. You're, you're very no. good at this. <laughs> well, no, we should have no, no, a I'm not that, actually. <laughs> this is like, this is like, That's £8 versus £22. That's if you've seen the last on. one, yeah. Yeah, and I was actually nowhere near. £22. And item number three is a cow cuddling experience. <laughs> this package includes the opportunity to take part in cow cuddling therapy and have a meal, presumably not beef. Uh, <laughs> Okay, I've got a lot of questions. <laughs> does the price include dinner? Yes, a meal, which a is not meal. very specific. Mm. Could be a meal deal, couldn't it? So it could be a meal deal with a cow right. hug. So it would be, I reckon if it was just the cow be 25, I'm going to go for £45. Okay. I'll How good like 65. Point to you again, Andrew. <gasps> no, wow. Andrew. The bargain price of £33 to That's cuddle a cow man. and have a dinner. That can't be That's a, great, a good deal. It can't be a great dinner, can it? No, probably not. Maybe it's cow dung. My dad does this. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the cow Compact. makes the dinner. <laughs> oh no! Let the cow eat the dinner. <laughs> exactly. There are prints in my pie. <laughs> it's the kind of stuff my dad does, and he's always disappointed by it. Like it's like, oh, I can't understand this murder mystery. It costs forty pounds, including an overnight stay. Whoa, the actor's so shit. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Dad? Stop going on grip on. <laughs> cow cuddling, crayon cue, tear stick, robot vacuum. Today, Andrew 3 0. The winner is Andrew. Thank you, everybody. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'd like to thank my agent. (laughs) (laughs) And the cow. And the cow. And And that's the end of the show. What a strange end to the show. Okay, so Sangeeta, if people love this, because they will, where can we see you? Where can we listen to you? So Where do you live? I, my address is. <laughs> That's just for me. Uh, <laughs> soulsutras.co.uk. That's mm-hmm. my website. Uh, I'm on Instagram as, as soulsutras and Twitter as soulsutras as well. And go, please go listen to my podcast. Uh, it's Masala Podcast. It's on all podcasting platforms. Um, I talk about South Asian women and sex, as you can probably guess. I like to talk <laughs> about it a lot. So not with Bob though. <laughs> not with Bob though. <laughs> no comments with Trent Walt. Amazing. And uh, any live shows coming up? She mentioned you were speaking. Yes, things. I will be doing a Masala podcast live at the London Podcast Festival in September. So if anyone wants to come along and uh, be part of the fun, the last live I did there, we had the first ever live marriage proposal <gasps> on a wow. podcast. The first queer live marriage proposal on a podcast. Lovely. Are they married now? Did that last? Yes, yes. I was invited to the wedding. Did you go? (laughs) Yeah, I did. I totally would have gone. I absolutely would have Oh, fantastic. I'm not going to to recreate another one because, you know, no one's getting married yet. The first live divorce. (laughs) 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 Well, Doug just never came back. Exactly. (laughs) That is it. Thank you so much for coming thank on. Thank you, you so much you for having me. That joy. was really good fun. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you very much. And thank you, the listener. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review it with five stars. No other stars exist. Just the five, please. If you didn't enjoy it, you have 30 days to return this podcast for a full refund. Terms and conditions apply and you must have a Karen haircut. Karen haircut.